should be live. We do, we got a countdown on um, uh, Anchor, and we should be live here. So the, the day's uh, topic is uh, the workforce, y'all. We have a, a a serious issue with the workforce, with our workforce, and um, I want to put this on another recording too. I want to record this another way too, so I don't know. Um, I don't know if I'm exactly live as I want to be. I don't know if I'm on Facebook. I don't know if the screen of Facebook it said it. It is. Yeah, it says it is, but uh, I don't know for sure. So, um, but basically, this this episode is designed to be. Uh, we want to deal with uh, we want to deal with issues of businesses, and and I need to address some situations. Address the situation. Uh, that we have. So you know, as as a uh, as a black man out here today with a black business, we have uh, a lot of issues that we have to address. Um, a lot of people don't want to accept it. Um, a lot of people really, really don't want to uh, make waves. Whatever little bit that a person is getting, they usually accept that. And I'm here to just say today, I'm doing business with uh, a particular group. And uh, this group that I'm doing business with, um, they are, they the average, average uh, white company that's uh, figure feels like that. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna say their name. They feel like that. They are. They probably. They base their whole business around helping black people's business. Their business is surrounded, surrounded helping black people's business. Right? And the bad part about that. The bad part about that is that. Most white companies and most even most white people don't really know how to really help the people that they saying that they're trying to help. They've been getting grants and all types of things for going into the hood or to our neighborhoods, which is considered the hood most of the time, not all the time. And um, and they set these programs up, saying that these programs are set up to help uh, African American, black people of color and um, they, the people that's in charge of doing this don't really understand nothing about us and have no clue on uh, trying to um, trying to help us they don't have no clue whatsoever they uh, they, don't, they don't come from the walk of life that we come from they don't have no no understanding of no understanding of what we go through as a people. They have no um, uh, no idea 
you know, and and uh, and then and then this is the other, uh, and, uh, and we gonna like I said, we gonna mention some names, and uh, the other part is they usually feel that they they hire a few black people, and they that uh, that's the answer to dealing with us as a people. That's the answer to solving our problems, the problems that we have, and you know. That's you know dealing with dealing with another African American or having another African American set up in uh, in that in a position of authority, um, all the way down to the tailor. Uh, what they don't realize is that we suffer from a self hatred. That uh, if when you or when you get people for these positions that's dealing with black people that you're supposed to be helped, you got to make sure you get a well balanced person. Uh, because if you and it's no fault of the person, but the persons that you put in these positions, they in themselves are suffering from an illness of um, themselves, you know, and 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 that, and, and, and uh, self hatred, and self hatred. Uh, 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 um, that's the best word I can use. I can say flagellation, but uh, uh, but you did it confuse you. It'll confuse some people. So, you know, these people, a lot, most black people, 80% of us, uh, are, we suffer from various things, but about 80% of us suffer, suffer from some form of self-hatred. And um, that self-hatred, uh, based on, um, on the, uh, the, re the raising that they had in their own communities. So... Perfect example. Now I'm gonna throw some names. Uh, we uh, we have nonprofit foundation plus. We have a construction company that go out and teach young men and young women how to work. And I've had several situations with people that uh, folks to be of authority, or politicians. I don't work for politicians. I don't work for different business people. And I don't put our foundation in those situations. And um, and I'm gonna tell you, the, the the overall response has been horrible because most of them say we they understand what we're doing in the program by trying to uplift um, uh, young black males that's coming home from institution and young black males is uh, that's uh, homeless and we got white guys Bosnian we got who else? we don't turn nobody down so. Um, with people that's down and out, but the program is set up to target black people because black people need to need it more than any other persons, I, I believe. But we don't turn anyone down. So um, we deal with uh, people. We go to our people of our own color and our own race and our own persuasion, and uh, and we and we apply, we we appeal to those people to try to give us some work so these young men can have work and they can pay their bills and do whatever they do. But let me tell you, overall, overall, this has been a failure because um, we get better treatment if we deal with just strictly white companies and uh, white people. But if we deal with a company that's based on trying to help black people, or if we deal with black people, we get slighted every time. And I'm sorry to say that, but that's the truth. That's the truth. That is the truth. That's the, I mean, we, I've seen when we go in places where 
I meet people from the receptionist. And I know a lot of you, a lot of black men out there, y'all don't experience this. You have, I mean, receptionists that uh, will straight up, straight up meet you at the bank. When you go in the bank, the black woman you head on, you have the worst treatment that you're going to get. You know, a lot of people don't want to be truthful, but I'm not knocking black women. I'm just saying, this is just a, this has been uh, a non-trusty, more, you're going to find more not tr- non-trusted, you're going to find, and, and any service of, I, that I experience with black people, if you don't, you know, if you don't know how to deal with them and get around that first curtain that you're going to deal with more, more distrust, more skepticism, more, um, just right out, fucking don't trust you. You're going to deal with more of that. And uh, we, uh, we as a people, this is an issue that we have to deal with. And um, this issue, this issue is um, ongoing. And a lot of us don't want to accept it, especially when you say it to most black women. Most black women say, oh, you know, you're attacking us. Not attacking you, but the doors are open for black women where they're not open for black men. And, but I, you can get treated bad by black men too. And um, I mean, you know, the average black cop, his, 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 his approach is not gonna be like a white cop's, but he mad at you because he got to deal with you, period. I shouldn't even have to deal with you. So now that you're in my face, I got an attitude from the get up, so now that's that attitude. So more, it's less more of a less of a killing attitude. It's more of I'm gonna beat you attitude, but and that's just a, that's a proven fact. More black cops will tell you straight. They want they you have to deal with them. The first they waiting. They got their gloves on. They got their billy stick. They got their nice stick. They looking forward to beat to beating you. That's what they want to do. You go in the um. You go in the bank, uh, the average black teller is gonna scrutinize you harder than she scrutinizes any white person that she see any day, anytime. You go in uh, uh, anything, anything where you deal with us, when we're dealing with ourselves uh, openly, we are more subject to be harder and more direct on each other than we are anybody else. And that's a, that's a proven fact, y'all. And um, it's a, it's a it's it's a shame. Um, it's a shame, but it's a it's 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 a proven fact. And a lot of you know, it, you know what I'm saying. But like I said, we gonna get down to some names. So look, here's the situation. The situation is, we did some work. We're doing some work for a company that's a, I think is a beautiful company. Uh, just like the politician I dealt with that didn't want to pay us, we had a beautiful story as well. But we did this particular company. It's uh, uh, this particular company is um, uh, Justine Peterson, right? Well, Justine Peterson is a. I I thought it was a great. Uh, when I found out about, it, I thought it was a great uh, organization. Still do think it's a great organization. I met the owner and uh, Robert Boyle. I mean. Good dude, good-hearted dude. Um, but um, he said he got a nice organization. And he got uh, women over the money, the cash. And 
So when a young black company, a small black company, and that's what they deal with, a lot of startup businesses, they help you get started. But what I, and I, if, they, if they can hear what I'm saying, I'm not knocking the company, but I'm, this is what I do. I call, I'm calling for what it is. I keep it real. I ain't going to make no favoritism for nobody. I don't care what you, how you take it. For real, for real, I don't. You know what I'm saying? I've I, I got a word I say, but I will try not to uh, curse this word, uh, put this curse word in there. But um, I, uh, I'm going to keep it real. This company set up to help startups, uh, and they deal with minority, most minority people, people who are lower income. They help them get money in, loans, credit repair, all of this. But what they they don't understand, they they haven't let nobody criticize them from the outside. So I'm gonna be their critic from the outside. So they got a bunch of black women that work at the front desk. They call themselves helping them, helping the minority by hiring these black women because. Um, you deal with mostly black, so you gonna hire them to be at the front desk and secretaries and all types of stuff. They do a great thing. They got a, a apprenticeship program. They hire young people going to school, paying well, and everything. So the eleven or ten people that they may deal with in that capacity, that's good for them. That's very good. That's great, you know, for those eleven or ten people or twenty, whatever. I don't know how many people. I know they, they may even hire a lot of people. They got some white people work there as well. So, but what they, they haven't looked at is that those people have uh, has have the the, the, uh, the suffering, the, the the mental effect of if they see a black person coming into their circles, right? They are more crucial, more scrutinizing, more um, uh, untrusting. And, um, and and then having this effect with like a black, I'm a, I'm a small black business, a small black business like mine, you hurt me when you when I deal with those issues. When I when I go into a place to get dealt with and I, from this reception, as soon as I walk in a place, you say, yes, sir, or sign your name, sir, but you've got a look on your face that I really don't even want to see you. That's how most black tellers deal with black men. When we go into place, soon we, soon they look at us the front. Then we get the black woman frown, and most of y'all know what I'm talking about. The black woman frown. We get that frown, but they grit, they grit, got their teeth gritting at you, straight up. I don't even want to be talking to you, you know. Even though they saying, "Sir," it's it's "Sir," like you know, nigga, <laughs> for real, <laughs> for real. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no, uh, it it ain't no nice. It ain't no nice, sir. You know what I'm saying? I ain't dealing with you. I'm not dealing with you because I nicely want to deal with you. I'm dealing with you because I got to decide to get my money. And, I'm, and I work for a white, a white person, and I'm going to make sure, nigga, you don't mess that up for me. Okay, you don't, see, white people don't understand that. That's why when white people say, we hire black cops. We can hire some black cops that make the situation better. No, it's not. Because those cops going to do what they feel they got to do to make master please. To make masters of light what they doing. So you ain't give them that training to let them know that they ain't got to prove nothing to, to you. But as long as they think they got to prove something to you to keep their job, then when they deal with their own kind, it's going to be up front some hard shit. And that's just all to it. So I'm saying, 
to this company. I dealt with this company with my construction company, and I got homeless and homeless people and uh, people coming home from jail that's trying to get their shit together. And we doing work. When we go hit a job, I got these young guys hyped up. So when we hit a job, we hit a job like ads, and we knock it out. We knock it out so fast, the average person look at us like they did something slick. The average person say, oh, they must have did something slick. And then when it's a black person, hell yeah, they did something slick. Send us some more pictures. And then, look, we done sent every phase. We done sent, I done sent, no lie, videos, pictures. Uh, I mean, I done sent catalogs of pictures, every step. And then the bad part about it is that they don't, the people, they ain't trained to look at the pictures. They don't even know what they're looking at. They don't know what a rough end is. They don't know what a plumbing rough end, electrical rough end, HVAC rough end. They don't know what that is. They don't know what that is. So, it, but you constantly, uh, you constantly making me feel, and then I talk to other businessmen, because I had, I, before I did this video, this, uh, uh, this, um, podcast, I wanted to make sure I knew what I was talking about. So I talked to other business people and black business people and they all feel the same way. But they ain't gonna say nothing because they don't want you to cut them off. I don't give a shit. <laughs> for real. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't I look, for real, if you don't deal with me because you're doing good and you got good out there for the people by the people, I'm good. But if you got some attitude because I'm gonna tell you the truth, then so be it. You get your attitude, do what you want to do with it. I don't care. So I'm just saying to uh, to my man, to my 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 my, um, my comrade Robert Boyle. I'm just saying to you. I know you. I know kind of bored that you got running your company, your company, but uh, you need to look at that situation because it's an uncomfortable situation coming into uh, coming into your place, the business. And when I see you face up, I'm gonna say that to you. But uh, it's uncomfortable because these women, and I'm not blaming them, but I already know this is a condition. This is something that's been going on for hundreds of years. And everybody black know it. We know it. You can say to any black person, yeah, do you do you know that? Yeah, tell you, hell yeah, we know it. That's how we do. We get treated out, we treat each other the worst that can be treated. So when you got the spook that sit by the door and sitting at the door, you gonna get to grits and grind because he looking at some different shit. You understand? Or her looking at most of the time is women, but it be men too. You know what I'm saying? So in your in that situation, it's a whole group of people that's putting dirt dirt in it. They see me the way I move. They see me the way I move. And they 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 really don't understand it because I ain't I ain't griping and grinning, grinning you know what I'm saying I ain't I ain't doing the, the sambo shuffle so you don't understand how I am and then most blacks especially black women are not used to strong men just like most most black men are not used to strong women. We not learned how to deal with that yet because we've been so isolated going through different phases of history where so much has been done to us that we really deal with that. Like if it's a successful, educated black woman, most likely for her to find her find uh, life, for her to find a good mate, she got to go through some shit because she got to find a man that's able to be an accept that she can make $100,000 a year and he may not be making that. That's just a whole issue. 
It's a whole issue. So it's, it goes both ways, but also in the workforce. A lot of companies think they hire black people to be that fence out front that they, and then they say they cater to African Americans or, or black people or people of color, and they put their line that, that facade of black people up front is the worst thing you can do. Now, I'm not saying don't hire blacks, but I'm saying you need to let them know that the pressure is not on them to act like that. They ain't got to prove nothing to you. You need to let them know that. Because if they don't know that, they're going to do it. A black cop will get in front of some white cops and beat you worse than you ever beat in your life. Y'all know that. Y'all know that. Black people know that. We know that. We, we stay clear of that because we know that he will prove to the prove to the white cops that he was down with the blue wall. He will beat the bone out you. Okay, we know that. So we try to stay clear of that. A, 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 te- a black teller at a bank will you could go in there and have four different pieces of damn identification. She gonna twist them, ch- shake them, bite on them, do all types of shit to make sure that they right before she give you your own money. That's the, what you go through. When you go in a store and you deal with a black teller looking at you, she gonna, they going to look at you, follow you, scrutinize you harder than you ever been scrutinized in your life. That's why we tell our kids when you go in the store, don't touch nothing. Don't touch nothing. That's what black people say. Don't touch nothing. White kids go to the store, they, they want to buy something. Anybody should want to buy something should be able to look at it. You, they pick it up, look at it, twist it, roll it, play with it, and that's fine. But a young black child can't do that because as soon as you pick it up and you do anything with it, and there's a black person looking at you, not not, not even talking about the president's white person, I'm talking about a black person, then you already, that's some shit is on. It's on. You know that. Y'all know that. So if you if you don't think this true, then make your comments. Do whatever. I don't care what you say. Whatever. Make your comments. But you know for a fact, if you black, that this is true. You know we treat each other worse than any white person could. The racism, we would we would beat racism down. We would beat racism down if we could get past our old shit. Now I gotta say that again. We would beat racism down and if we could get past our own self-hatred of ourselves. Come on now. Y'all know this. Y'all know for a fact that we deal with this and this is an issue in our community. Y'all know that. We suffer from uh, oppressed uh, uh, oppressed uh, behaviors uh, from all type of tra- trauma of, of, of affection. We have so much trauma. Imagine being a little kid growing up your whole time. Everything you do is scrutinized to the fullest just imagine that. Tell a white person. Imagine everywhere you go, everything you do, everything you do is looked at. When you're in school, and your teacher's looking at you funny. When you go to stores, they're looking at you. When you go, wherever you go, wherever you go, and somebody's looking at you saying, okay, let's see what he do. If he this, if he that, da-da-da-da-da-da. That's... That's the pre- same pressure that kids are feeling now, the bulliness, but, but not the exact same, that because of the media, and you know, a lot of kids feeling this pressure, overall pressure. Well, blacks been feeling this pressure for years. 
We've been feeling this pressure for years. We've been feeling the pressure of uh, eyes, prying eyes. Uh, what uh, what Michael Jackson and that guy made the song, Someone Watching You. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm telling you, this is this is a fact. So I'm saying to, to this company, if you got anybody pick this up out there on, on my podcast, um, I'm, and, and I'm, you know, I'm keeping it real. I talk about everything. I talk about all of my issues. So uh, if you pick this up, yeah, that you face the, the whole the pressure. It's a pressure there, and that pressure will hurt young young businesses. You know, businesses that that have to really small and have to base themselves on. And I already, I've been done like this. The uh, Abdul Kamal Foundation went out and worked for. Uh, we don't work for uh, campaigns. Uh, we took guys out. We did different things, um, and uh, we don't care. We just just trying to get guys work so they work for any anybody to call us, and they do good work. Um, we ain't been nine. We ain't been not paid. We ain't, I ain't gonna pay you. I ain't pay you because I don't think you're worth it. But I. But you ain't say that. But it's the same. But you think. Uh, but uh, this is the black camp and black people saying this now. Black people said, I'm not, you're not worth that. Black black officials, you know? So uh, this has happened several times to me. That I had black businesses, prominent black businesses had these guys do work. We had a, a lady up here uh, uh, on Florence and somewhere uh, um, uh, on a uh, funeral home. And these guys went out there a couple years ago. We built a whole fix the porch. She had a porch that people fell out, fell on the porch uh, several times and was suing them because you stomp yourself and fall. And we went out there and redid the porch for her. And she watched this. And then afterwards, she said, I'm going to call the inspector just to check this out. The inspector came out and said, oh, beautiful work. Nice job. This is what the inspector said. Nice job. Y'all did a great job. Uh, and then the lady said, okay, I'll pay you after y'all clean up. It was late. We said somebody back the next day to clean up. Uh, never got paid. Never. She didn't pay us. She didn't pay us at all. She watched some guys stay out there and work all day and did not pay them. This is the type of shit that we go through. And this is a self. This is self-inflicted. That's what I'm talking about. Self-inflicted. Ain't nobody doing that. When you somebody prominently black and you hurt your own kind, come up and that's a that seems to be a thing. A thing. Come up, I'm coming up on somebody. You gonna come up on your brother. You gonna come up on your sister. You know you gonna figure out a way to take something from a black man or a black woman or a black child. That's where you hear that. You think you you got over because you broke in a black man or took something from a black man. Or you do never hurt yourself and set yourself back. But a lot of us don't understand that because it's self-hatred that's that's planted on us. We have some crazy self-hatred. So this experience, this brought this this episode, this conversation out because I'm working for uh, a white company that has a lot of black people that's influencing the decision making. And I'm just telling you, from being a small peon and working with for that company. I'm just telling you, and it ain't, you ain't gotta never use me again, ever, you know? But you're gonna, you gotta take care of me. You gotta do what you're supposed to do for me. Uh, I don't want no problems, but you don't want none either. But I'm telling you, uh, the whole field 
is so negative that it's horrible to have to deal with somebody you call people about your money and you know the reason you ain't getting your money is probably some black people behind the scenes talking distrust, spewing distrust, plant the seed of distrust. That's what's going on. That's what happened. We do it all the time. Y'all know we do this all the time to each other. When we come to somebody, a black person come work for you, he make one mistake. I'll never use black people again. You don't say that when you when a white person come work for you. You don't just oh, they fucked this up. They gotta come back and fix it. That's it. But when a black person mess up, oh this, oh, I never do I'll never use a black person again. Why not? You done, you done messed up. You done did some things that wasn't right. Everybody ain't perfect. Why why not? Why take that attitude? Self-hatred, that's why. Because in your mind, you hate the fact of yourself not being good as a white person will want you to be. Wow, check that out. You hate yourself because you don't reach the, you don't reach the, the level of acceptance from white people. And you teach your children the same shit. <laughs> You're teaching your children that they need to come to live up to the standards of white society. That's why you change your voice when you're on the phone and when you're in front of them. That's why you color your face. That's why you do all the things. I see so many young girls now die in their face. Die in their face to be lighter. Come on now. Don't say that this, this, is, this is not an effect. That this ain't no problem, and this is no, and that this is uh, uh, um, not not happening. We don't talk about it, but it happens. You got you. We say it. Oh, you got good hair, good hair. This is what black people say. Oh, he got good hair. What's good hair? Good hair is when your hair is thin and and and, and weak and, and discolored. Uh, that's, that's good hair. That ain't good hair. Good hair is thick, curly, strong hair. Come on. But you but you think if it's just laying there all blonde and just laying there weak, falling out, collecting bugs, you think that's good hair. Come on now. Y'all need to stop. You can't tell me that because I live in every day. I see what we do and how we do it. I've seen young I, black kids frown and, 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 and dark skin. When they start saying dark skin is not the good thing. Oh, oh, they, oh they black. Oh they black. Oh, they black. You know, no, no. You, you, no, that's not, that's, not, that's not good. That's not good at all. That's not good at all. You can't, you can't, uh, you can't say that. You, you can't, you know that it's not a fact. You know that's not true. That's not, that's not, that's not what goes on. But in actuality, you deal with it every day. Most of us deal with it, you know. We, when, when we, when we, when we do things, I mean, you know, a lot of us don't even know that the, that the uh, natural colors of a, of, a, of, a, of a black woman's lips, the, you see the natural colors, the mahoganies and the browns and the, um, and the, uh, the different black, dark, gray tones, 
and she has a natural, most of the natural tones under her eyes. Uh, this is God. This is already there. And then you see people that's copying this and making up and putting it in and changing it, and, they, and 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 then you you already got it, and then you go uh, trying to get put it on there again, put some different stuff on there. You put stuff on there. You match your colors according to what a, a white person would do. <laughs> we do this all day long, y'all. Y'all know it. And then you dispute out. That's why we got to be careful. We need to be careful. So look, people, we are expressing ourselves. This is a black man's point of view. And my name is Muhammad Kamal, and I am, you can find me on Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube, and all that. Give me a like. And it was really nice talking to you guys today. And hopefully we can have some more conversations. Thank you. I am out.